welcome to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Get ready to hear God, encounter the supernatural, and discover your destiny. Doug is a prophetic speaker, author, and coach whose message of love, hope, and having fun reaches people around the world. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com. Welcome, everybody, to Spirit Connection Podcast. You know, it's a significant time in the spiritual realm right now. God is speaking very clearly. He's giving us dreams and visions and plans for the future. We actually have this next move of God upon us. We have a season change happening right now. And this is a new time that's going to open up the biggest changes we've ever seen in history. This is a time to be encouraged and not discouraged. This is a time to press into God and get his strategy for your life. Ask the Lord to speak to you, to open up revelation to you. This week, I have a special guest and a really good friend of mine, Dr. Barbie Brethet, teacher, author, prophetess, dream interpreter, and powerful healing ministry. Barbie lives in Texas, and she opened the Breath of the Spirit Training Center. And she's a published author. She's, uh, boy, I tell you, she's done all kinds of things. And she's been a good friend within Light Connection for a long, long time. Welcome, Barbie. Thank you, Doug. It's so good to be with you today. It's exciting to hear all the fantastic things God's doing in your life and those that we know. Yeah. Wow, we go back a long ways. We were just talking about that. We met in 2002. It's been a great trip, though. I mean, you're to hang out with you and to know you with, through ministry and as a friend has just been a blessing of God. I feel like he's just knit our hearts together. People thought we were brother and sister. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we look more like brother and sister than your brother and your sister. Isn't that kind of That's true. true. <laughs> oh, That's I love true. it, too. I feel the same way about you, Barbie. And, and, you know, we travel for a number of years teaching dream interpretation and open in the spirit, yeah. open in the heavens, whatever it needed. And Barbie has uh, what I would say is a breaker anointing. She has the, just something that happens when she starts to speak. The heavens start to open and break things off of people. So I'm really excited. Well, just tell us about yourself, Barbie. Well, I'm a Floridian, moved to Texas, and a doctorate through different universities. I'm associated with Chuck Pierce, uh, Che On, Cindy Jacobs, different networks that way. I believe that we should all be um, submitted to others. So um, I have a dream interpreting website. I love to write. I love to go speak and change people's lives with the presence of God. Uh, single, two dogs. Mom just moved in, uh, so I'm taking care of my mom. The Bible says to honor your parents that you'll live a long time, so I'll probably live to be at least as old as Methuselah. <laughs> oh, you're so funny. It's true, though. It's very true. I love yeah. your mom. She is a praying woman. She is a praying woman. Yeah, so she's she's awesome. Yeah, so, uh, so tell us about Breath of the Spirit. Well, Breath of the Spirit is a training and equipping ministry, so we have different modules. I'm writing a book now on angels. Uh, one of my most popular books is the A to Z Dream Symbology Dictionary that has over 10,000 symbols in it. I have a book called Dream Encounters that teaches you how to interpret dreams, then one called Gateway to the Seer Realm to open up the seer realm so we don't just be sheep that hear, but we're also 
able to access all the spiritual dimensions and gifts that God's given us. Yeah. So the Gateway to the Seer Realm. Um, I love that other book. Books, Dream Seer. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Well, Dream Seer is my favorite. Is it? And How then, come? Uh, seeing, what What about well, it was your favorite? It's about intimacy, intimacy with God, and it teaches people how to manifest His presence and how to activate your divine imagination to be able to see into the realm of the Spirit, to see angels, to have visitations, to go to heaven, those type of things where people want to encounter God. And so Dream Seer, Searching for the Face of the Invisible, does that. It gives yeah. you the biblical principles and examples, and so it helps you develop that in your life to where you can get out of the carnal reasoning and step into the realm of the Spirit where you have divine encounters with, with the, it was like what you were talking about, being able to go into heaven and uh, see God and meet with God and the angels and be part of the councils of heaven and what God's doing there and bringing the kingdom of God down to earth. Yep, that's and then exactly the last book it. was Dream Interpreter. Right. Uh, you know, it's just something that's going on right now. Who would have thought this? I wouldn't have, uh, you know, like, that we're moving into this era right now where on earth as it is in heaven is one of the biggest things. That's it. That is so true. And, and the signs that God's been putting in the heavens. You know, since 2014, we had the tetrads come through and the blood moons and, and God just beginning to have divine appointments with us. You know, Genesis 1.14 says, With man we can understand his timing and plans and purposes for people because God loves us. And so, you know, he's giving us divine appointments, and we just had that uh, eclipse, the solar eclipse in the heavens. So God is lining up signs and wonders in the heavenly realms, prophesying to earth, giving us clear direction of where he's headed and what he's wanting to do, and they're lining up with the feast days of Jerusalem. Yeah, isn't it amazing? It is. Wow. Yeah, well, just tell us what God's been putting on your heart. Well, you know, this is the month that it's the month of Elul, which is August and, and goes into September. And this is the time when the king is in the field. So we've got a, a, a opportunity now to boldly approach God because he has come down into our earthly realm. And he also has the gateway of heaven open in Revelation 4 that says, come up here and let me show you what will soon happen. So we have double doors open during this season for revelation knowledge to come in. And I believe that's one of the reasons why the solar eclipse took place in America, you know, because God's wanting the land of liberty, the home of the free and the brave to know that he is allowing us to see what he's doing. That eclipse went through 14 different states and 14 is the number of the 14 generations that Jesus came forth through. It represents Passover, deliverance, salvation, the double anointing for spiritual perfection, and the fear of the Lord coming to us. And then it's going to be followed by feasting and rejoicing. You know, that same uh, eclipse went through five state capitals and that had the name of Salem. And so that five means life of grace, the anointing, joining heaven and earth for favor, freedom, and bold, active redemption so that we can begin to move in his nature. And when it entered these seven cities named Salem, seven is the word, a uh, Hebrew word that talks about Sabbath rest, where God enters into complete goodness. Uh, gives us a life of wholeness, of fullness, developing us into spiritual perfection, 
through a purification and consecration process. That's usually not what we enjoy because <laughs> it's suffering, <laughs> but it's the process that God is using us. And that, that 70 mile wide path that the eclipse went through was known as the valley. And that to me represents the nations of the world in the valley of decision because that's the timings that God is bringing us into right now. And so these signs are coming for us so that we can begin to discern what God is doing on a national and on an international level. Yeah, that's so amazing. He's releasing great power. Yeah, it I, is. A, it, it's, I, it's astounding. No, I never realized that about, uh, you know, the the significance about Sabbath rest. I know that the Lord has been speaking to me about that. He told me we must enter into his rest. So now we have the yes. eclipse. So did God speak yes. anything more about that? Well, he talked about 70. He, he began to speak into the numbers involved with that. And 70 means the judgment of human committees so that God's people can administrate the world and increase his legacy. Hmm. You know, Moses appointed 70 leaders to rule in, in Exodus. And when um, Moses took Aaron and he brought him forth, you know, Israel's leaders went up to the mountain, and there they saw God. And, you know, whether we believe it or not, we just saw God manifesting, you know, through this eclipse. And it began its journey in Oregon. And Oregon means delivering anointing. And it traveled to seven different Salem cities across America. Salem, Idaho, which means treasures. Salem, Wyoming, which means deliverance. Salem, Nebraska, which means unique. Salem, Missouri, show me your glory. Salem, Kentucky, trumpet sound, and it finished crossing into South Carolina, meaning reversing the curse. Wow. So this e eclipse started its message in Salem, Oregon, as the sun was setting in Jerusalem, Israel. So Salem is the ancient name for Jerusalem, and it's the place where Melchizedek, the king of righteousness and peace, was. And he was also a priest that took an eternal oath, and he represents the pre-incarnate Jesus Christ. Uh -huh. So when this eclipse went across all of America, it's an invitation for us to step into our prophetic, priestly uh, anointing so that we can begin to defeat our enemies. And in Genesis 14, 7 through 20, it talks about, you know, the different enemies being handed over in the king's valley. And Melchizedek, the priest of the Most High God, met Abram with bread and wine and offered a special blessing. And when I think of Abram, I think of Donald Trump, you know, with the, him being a blessed of the Most High, being placed in order here. And, you know, maybe he's controversial to people, but if Christians will begin to get behind him and pray, and, and bring forth the agendas that he has, America can come back into her greatness. So this is an invitation for us to have the creator of heaven and earth, blessing and honor from the most high God who clearly delivered your enemies into your hand. And so we'll go back into a time where God's kingdom will begin to reign again. It's a time of national repentance, of prayer, of spiritual awakening and reformation so that we can bring forth the greatest harvest of souls that has ever been seen. Yes, yes. That's what I've been, I've been prophesying this in heaven right now. I've been having these encounters since Passover, two to three hour a day, heavenly encounters. And the Lord's talking about what he's calling the great revival. And yeah. it's coming. It is coming. It is so close right now. In fact, what you're just saying it is just, I'm, I'm starting to jump up and down inside. It's like, yes, come, Lord. So this is preparing <laughs> uh, yeah. us for it. 
It is. It's Joel 3, 13 through 15. It says, swing the sickle for the harvest is ripe for judgment. Come on and tread the grapes for the winepress is full. Indeed, the vats are overflowing with oil for their evil is great. The thunder of the battle goes into the valley of decision. The day of the eternal one is near that valley. It's time. The sun and the moon have become a void of darkness. The stars, too, lose their radiance. And the eternal roars from Zion, his voice trumpets from Jerusalem. So when we go into judgment, then we can move into righteousness, holiness, purity. And so the judgment of the Lord is a good thing that brings us into salvation, healing, and deliverance. God always has a redemptive plan in place. And the stars of the constellation tell us the gospel story. From the time that it was written, Adam used the stars to tell Seth and Enoch of God's redemptive plan, and the heavens declare and display God's glory, majesty, and splendor. So it's it's amazing. You know, coming up in September, the constellation Virgo, which represents the Virgin Mary, will be positioned in the heaven with 12 stars above her head and the moon at her feet, and the king planet Jupiter entered her womb over nine months ago, and the king planet has been circling on its orbit gestation path that ends on September the 23rd as the king planet, which represents Jesus, exits the birth canal. Wow, wow. Now, so not you guys only don't the know eclipse, that. Right. Just so everyone knows, is that's right at, at uh, Rosh Hashanah. Uh, September 23rd. And also, just to clarify, because I know Barbie really well, uh, she's not talking about Zodiac here. This is not horoscope. This is a redemptive view that God owns it all. He placed those stars there, and there is, my goodness, isn't it amazing that the whole gospel message is in there, but it's not Zodiac. You know, we've got the Lion of Judah, the Virgo, uh, the Virgin. We've got it all, you know. So that's what everyone, just to bring everyone on the same page. Yeah, it's the Revelation 12, 1 and 2. They can go to the scriptures and read this. It's written right out into scripture, and they can go to NASA. So the times and seasons, it says in Genesis that God's going to give us times and seasons, which indicates divine appointments. So divine appointments are coming forth now. And it's confirming scripture, and it's letting us know through an Issachar anointing where we are on God's timetables. Yeah, yeah. So uh, what do you think about, now we're talking about God's timetable. You know, we have a lot of things happening right now, and things are going to start opening up. Uh, Has God given you any revelation about that? Well, I think that... um, that there's a, a shift taking place, not and there's an invitation going out to the church in order for us to begin to have unprecedented change, because the only thing consistent in life is change, and God is steadfast and immovable, but he's a strategic change agent, and so he's changing the image of the church to rise up in power, to rise up with signs, wonders, and miracles, because there's a generation that has never seen his manifestation with that kind of power. And when the power of God's revelation enters us, we can't remain common or ordinary because we become carriers of God's revealed knowledge and his glory. So yeah. I believe this is a time when God is taking the limits off of us, removing the things of the natural so that we can uh, disconnect from uh, the world and enter into his presence and power. Otherwise, we stagnate, we become frustrated, we enter into boredom. And that stops us from flowing in the anointing. Yep, that's exactly what's going on right now in the church. Or we get into grumbling and complaining, and that's the other negative thing. (laughs) Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, and that that negativity it, it saps your creativity, and and then you know your health, your prosperity, everything else because you go into a negative down spiral rather than the blessing of the Lord being increased. So, I believe it's a time for us to renew our mind, and so that we take on a new form or shape or appearance. Conformity to the world leads to deformity, and we're not to reflect another person, a denomination, or entity, only Jesus Christ and his kingdom glory being manifested in our life. Wow, that's deep. I love that. You know, you take on deformity, and so, and if not, we we can take on transformity. That's it. That's his goal. Yeah. Be transformed into the image of Christ. Yes. You know, transformation is a word named called meta, and it means to be formed or fashioned among, with, or after another image to be transfigured. So it requires the renewing of the mind, which is the dying of self, and so that we can move into the supernatural presence of God to dominate our thinking and actions. And from what you were telling me, Doug, that's exactly what you've been doing. You've been transformed, and now you're being translated so there's a process that we have to go through in order to be in that level of the presence of the Lord to receive the revelation knowledge that you've been receiving. Yeah, it's exactly. Um, uh, maybe people don't realize it. Over a year ago, I started going into some of the deepest cleansing I've ever had in my life. I always say I'm the cleanest prophet around. I mean, I I repented of everything. And then <laughs> then suddenly, the just like Barbie said, the Revelation 4-1 door opened right around Passover, and yeah. it's like, come up here yeah. and let me show you yeah. what's yet to come. Well, I know Barbie carries this anointing to open this over people. So have you seen anything opening up, anything new opening in the heavenly realm? Well, there's uh, like a whole uh, room of mantles, and God is wanting to release new mantles that have never come to the earth before. And a lot of times you hear have people are having confidence of redigging wells or picking up somebody else's mantle. But the Lord said that He has been taking us through a process of cleansing, purification, increase. He's been breaking yokes off of us and setting us free so that we can ascend into that heavenly realm because He wants us to go shop till we drop to pick up all these different mantles because there's such an amazing new release that God wants to bring into this realm that the world has never seen it or experienced it. And so he's wanting us to be able to think, see, imagine exceedingly abundantly above anything that we've ever done before, because there's a spirit of enlightenment that's coming that's going to open our eyes to see in a new way because God wants us to be able to follow a determined course for our life that he is releasing. The glory of God is going to expose our true nature so that we can repent and exchange it for God's transformation and his transforming nature. So, you know, that's the main thing. He wants us to be clothed, not just in his righteousness and holiness, but in robes that are going to do great exploit. Those who know their God shall do great exploits, and that's where God's taking us to know Him. Yeah, to go into this deeper level. Has God been sharing you uh, with you any other deep revelation? This stuff's amazing. First of all, everybody, Barbie is an amazing teacher, plus she's prophetic, so she's pulling on these things. She's pulling on the times and seasons, the symbols, the stars above, and tying it right into the Word and getting the revelation into the Hebrew and the Greek. I I just love this about her. 
Well, you know, in the spirit, we are not to learn by carnal reasoning or intellect. So what God is doing is we suddenly know something in our spirit, man. So it's quickened by spontaneous knowledge. So we have to stay tuned into the present flowing anointing and the active purposes of God in order to remain relevant. And so if we don't compromise or settle for less than the best of God, God's going to bring us into the fullness. And our fullness is where God's inheritance comes in because we are emptying ourselves of us. God is filling us up with him. And then we're moving with him as the sons of God. It says that the whole creation has been crying out for the manifestation of the sons of God to come. And so that's where God is bringing us now, where we're moving into liberty, where the veils on our face are being taken off so that we can behold as in a mirror the glory of God being transformed into his same image from glory to glory. Because it's in the realm of glory that everything that we need, knowledge, wisdom, power, healing, everything is in the realm of the glory. So if we don't embrace godly changes in our life, we lose our impact on society. And I think God is wanting to raise up a remnant who's not only going to transform the church, but it's also going to transform society uh, so that we're no longer trampled under feet and our light is no longer hidden under a bushel so that we have opportunities to make our testimony known and we're tapping into fresh revelation of God's wisdom and authority and showing the working power of God in every situation as we walk through. Yeah. Let me just get practical here for people. So let's just say, Barbie, that, that, you know, we have our average listener might be someone who is growing and hearing God, or we have the different levels, but what can you tell them? What kind of instructions or encouragement can you give them to step into this for this season? Rest in his presence. Just enjoy his company. I would say get a new translation of the Bible, something that you haven't read and read so that you don't think you know it, and let God begin to speak to you through a message Bible or the voice Bible or some different way and amplified so that you stay residing in his presence and it's fresh and new so that you can begin to hear and feel his heartbeat for today. And I I pray that, you know, Lord, take anything of an old wineskin that's not able to contain your new wine of revelation, and that would cause me to become obsolete. And Lord, I just want you to put your oil on me so that I have a new wine skin, and uh, so that I begin to move in a way that um, uh, God wants me to. Because when we refuse to move with the cloud or the river of God's presence, we unplug from his power source, and then the anointing begins to drain out of us, and we're left powerless so that we're not able to accomplish spiritual mandates. So we turn back to a religious tradition or a program to fill our schedule with, and God's wanting us to move into reality with him and discover his presence, his touch, his voice, his ways, just like Moses said, Lord, show me your ways. And then God began to show him his goodness and take him into that transformation process so that we become like Jesus, glory to glory, faith to faith, victory to victory. And the path of the just is like the shining sun that shines ever brighter unto the perfect day. So there's, you know, the light of God shining on their path. And to me, it's just talking to Jesus as if he's your best friend, Mm. staying focused on Jesus as your goal so that we can see him face to face through spiritual dreams or vision 
or rhema word of God, when we seek him with all of our heart, the Bible says that he will be found of us. But we can't conform or get comfortable. Transformation requires constant change for all Christians, especially leaders, because we have to stay out in front of the creative realm of his spirit. Yeah, this is amazing. Was there a point in your life when you made some kind of shift into this realm? I was a little girl when um, I started knowing things that would happen in the future, and I, did, I just thought everybody did. So I started fasting. And as I fasted, more revelation came, more dreams came, and it was almost like the presence of the Lord would come into my bedroom. And when I would share these things with my father, he'd say, don't tell people that. They'll think that, you know, there's something wrong with you. He says, it scares me, the things that you know. And so at that point, I thought, well, God, what happened? <laughs> you know, yeah. I thought this would be a happy thing. But it's, it's the, what God talks about, don't cast your pearls before swine, because the things that God reveals in the secret place and in the holy place are precious jewels. And a lot of times people don't have understanding of what's going on in that. So, you know, that there has to be a base on, in the word so that we're able to move forward. Jesus became flesh so that we could be transformed into his image. And the level of the authority and power and influence that we carried is determined by our spiritual maturity and ability to change in the presence of God. So when we're transformed in the glory, we're able to shift, change, transform individuals, cities, states, nations, and countries. And I believe God's preparing prophetic people to become mature enough to stand before kings and presidents, congressmen, Republican representatives, Democrats, and begin to be shift the nation because the nations are in the valley of decision. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is something now that's part part of the Joseph anointing, you know, where Joseph was overnight within 24 hours, Genesis 41, he was able to go out of prison. Maybe maybe many of you have felt like you've been in prison and you've been held back and that's probably what God's going to do. He's going to release you with this type of anointing. Well, uh, Barbie, why don't you share with us any types of dreams or anything that would be practical for us to change? One of the dreams that God's given me recently uh, was an identity change dream where I was taken to an airport and could not gain access to the airplane. And they asked for my purse, which represented identity, my wallet, and my driver's license. And I kept saying, I'm Barbie Breathitt, this is me. And they said, no, ma'am, that's not you. You can't board until you, you show us the proper identity, the right identity. And what I realized was that the dying process in me, I could no longer be Barbie Breathitt. I had to be the Christ in me. The hope of glory had to come forth at that time in order to get through the gates to move into the next thing that God has. So there has to be a dying to self, a dying to your own image, your own identity. And so when I said, oh, well, yes, uh, I'm a believer. I believe in Jesus Christ. When I mentioned his name, his name opened the door because Jesus is the Passover door. He is the door of access. So when I used his name, his power, his authority, I was granted access to move into the next level. And, uh, you know, part of it is discovering this in this season who we are in Christ and going through the metamorphosis of the butterfly. You know, it starts out as that little worm that forms into a cocoon, and then we're stuck in this cold, dark place, and we hang there, not productive. We just 
sit there in the resting place in the presence of God where the sun shines on us and the wind blows and the weather comes. And in there, we're going through a metamorphosis, changing from that little worm into a chrysalis, and we're beginning to develop our wings. And finally, when the fullness of time comes, God says, okay, I'm going to open a small opening for you. But you have to press your way through, and you have to struggle to get out of this container in order to be able to come forth and to spread your wings. But a lot of times people intervene during our struggle time or in our dark time, and they try to rescue us and bring us out before the process is complete. And when that happens, we're not able to emerge and spread our wings. So this has been a season of isolation, of loneliness, and quiet, where we feel like we've been trapped in a very narrow place, but it was all for the purposes of bringing us through a transformation process so that we begin to emerge as the beautiful butterfly who can go from one flower to the next, and it brings a cross-pollination, which brings forth fruitfulness in this season. So the processes that we've been through, everyone's is different, but yet they're all the same principle, but it also brings forth access to the new things. So where they weren't able to access things in the past, now the time of glory comes where they're able to accelerate into the state of glory, favor, increase, multiplication, spiritual growth, maturity, and prosperity. So don't think, you know, oh, Doug can do it, Barbie can do it, but I've never been able to do it because this is the time that the glory of God is becoming a reality in your life and that you will experience God, His love. He will show and tell you how to demonstrate his glory. And God is revealing himself to us on a new level because we are, we've become spiritually hunger when we were isolated in that cocoon. Now we're going to drink of the sweet things of the Lord. We're going to go from one sweet flower and beautiful fragrance. And flowers a lot of times represent God's grace and his beauty. So the Holy Spirit is going to cover us, and we're going to rest upon the revelation of God's glory, not on the person who is ministering. We won't be dependent upon them anymore, but the Holy Spirit is going to cover us. We're going to rest upon the revelation of God's glory, and our understanding is going to be enlightened so that we're able to operate in a new level of power and understanding. Yeah. So uh, this really explains a lot because, you know, as we're out there and we're speaking and interacting with people, I hear people all the time say that they feel like they've been like in a prison or they've been forgotten. Mm-hmm. Or, this sounds like mm-hmm. what you're talking about right here. Yeah, it was. Uh, I went to a conference and probably 80 percent of the audience, which were leaders, came forth for a spirit of despair and, a, you know, just total um despair. And yeah. uh, so we don't understand the ways of God. And that's why Moses cried out, Lord, teach me your ways. Wilderness is not a punishment. Wilderness and isolation, just like when John the Revelator went to Patmos, the Spirit of the Lord appeared to him and gave him the revelation of Jesus on a one-to-one encounter. When God moves us into wilderness, it's for the point, the per, per purpose of revealing himself to us. And in the wilderness, the enemy has nowhere to hide. God puts out a banqueting table in the presence of our enemy so that we're feasting and he's in famine and he has nowhere to hide so we can face him off and we can destroy everything of evil that he has planned against us so that no weapon that is formed against us prospers. 
Yes. Wow. That is so true. I just want to encourage everybody. If you felt like you've been in a wilderness time or the prison, this is designed by God. It reminded me, Barbara, when you were talking about, and especially about identity and, and the cocoon process was when uh, David went from running to ruling. He went from, in first, uh, yeah. first Samuel 30, he went from running from Saul to ruling, I mean, almost overnight in the same, uh, it, it's a repeated process that's going on. I'm convinced that we are about to see the breakthrough of this and it's going to happen overnight. It is. It's like when Solomon went to bed, he woke up a new man after God encountered him in a dream, asking him, what is it that you want, Solomon? And he gave him the ability to hear God's voice and to rule his people. Yeah, and I believe God's going to release his anointing, his power, and dreams and visions. We're going to see some stuff. Uh, And I just want to have you, because there's a powerful anointing right now, Barbie. Can you just do a prayer over our listeners and release and activate this? Father, I thank you that the Revelation 4 door is open and that there's a window in heaven that is open and that window is allowing your anointing to reach into the natural realm of time where we live and exist. Father, I thank you that the Revelation is a gateway from eternity that reaches into the temporal realm of time and brings us into your perspective in ways that thank you, Lord, that you are aligning, you're redirecting, you're rearranging you're transforming, you're causing us to be able to obtain increase and multiplication. Lord, I thank you for the grace and favor that are the building blocks that come to bring us into the realm of glory that you have called us to rest in. Lord, I release revelation and spiritual knowledge about God and his ways that comes into our spirit and that will suddenly bring us into an ignited faith that propels us to the next level because you want to carry us into our future at an accelerated pace. Father, I think that Revelation is going to give us access to the spiritual world and that it's going to bring us into elevated realms of faith by erasing every border of limitation and impossibility. Lord, I thank you that the kabod glory, the tangible substance and the perceived presence of God that has weighty spiritual weight is going to be released on each person now. Lord, I thank you that your glory will help us to express your perfect nature, your personality, your attributes, your beauty, your abundance and power. And Lord, I thank you that you're going to cause us to navigate onto one lane for upgrades into a team spirit where the kingdom of God will begin to converge on this highway of holiness that you are leading us to now. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. That is such a powerful time. Well, we're talking with Dr. Barbie Breathitt. Barbie, tell us how we can get in touch with you, what you have to offer. Well, barbiebreathitt.com. I do also do uh, what I call prophetic dream life coaching sessions called Ask Barbie. They can call my office and schedule an appointment one-on-one with me. And we go through their dreams, and we ask God for prophetic words for breakthrough for their individual situation. So uh, com, And I have a lot of resources that will help people understand the revelatory realm, the vision realm, the dream realm. One of my the people's favorites is the A to Z Dream Symbology Dictionary, and it has over 10,000 symbols in it. And I offer also a free online dream journal at myonar.com, M-Y-O-N-A-R.com. Onar is a Greek word for dream. 
so it's mydream.com. And uh, we interpret dreams just like Doug does. Doug and I taught all through the United States and Europe uh, dream interpretation. So Doug is probably one of the best dream interpreters out there. So he's phenomenal. Oh, Barbie's better, actually. She's got more practice than me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we we make a great duo. So I offer the dream journal, and uh, Doug has some great resources, too. He just got a new book from him on the supernatural, which was fantastic. It's on my desk right now. All right. Well, how about Facebook and Twitter? Are you on there? Yes, I have a Twitter account, Barbie Breathitt. You can, and I have four Facebook accounts. Um, so I would say go to my website, myownr.com or barbiebreathitt.com, and scroll to the bottom and click onto the Facebook there because the others are full, and I haven't figured out how to merge them yet. Oh, but okay. I would love you to join me on Twitter. Yeah. Well, we're really excited, and um, I know that you're going to want to uh, invite friends to listen to this because it goes so deep, and you have to listen to it again because you're going to find these nuggets that are going to come out. You're going to find later on that the very thing that that Barbie was talking about is going to start opening up into your life. So I'm really encouraged. I want to say thanks to Barbie for joining us. Thank you, Doug, for having me. It's always exciting to be one of your guests. Your your anointing just draws things out. Yeah, looking forward to, to more and getting together. All right, everybody, thanks so much for joining us on another Spirit Connection podcast. See you next time. Thanks for listening to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com.